Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yisai. Wednesday, um, on J-Root Radio. How do you like that? We are back, 4 o'clock on Wednesday, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, the gigantic little secrets of the Torah with your host, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Schwab. Tomorrow is Tanis Esther, Mukdam, three days earlier. And we're going to ask you two questions on the parsha, and the next 15 questions on Purim. Now we'd like to ask you a question. First of all, let me tell you the number over here. If you want to call um, J-Root Radio. First of all, on the computer, it's jrootradio.com, and it's 97.5 FM on the radio. And um, the telephone, if you want to reach us, is 718-683-5858. So we thought the summer was over. Winter was over. Summer was coming. Uh Uh-uh. Cold weather is coming. 718-683-5858. Right here, a live feed, right into the... Studio, you can speak with me. It's a Shidur Chai. And we have the most interesting show today you ever in your life. I'm telling you, no exaggeration. I'm going to read you something funny about Purim. You will plot. It is the funniest poem in the world. So you get ready to call me here. 718-683-5858-97.5 FM on the radio. And if you don't have a computer or a radio on the phone, you can listen, but you can't call. That's called the hotline, 712-432-4217. That's 712-432-4217. And if you want to talk to me, you got to call the magic number, Sheva Chad Shmone, 718-683. And now comes Chamei Shmone, Chamei Shmone, 5858. All right? 718-683-5858. We're going to ask you one question on Tanis Esther. Tomorrow is Tanis Esther. Tanis Esther is the weakest of all Tanesim. It's only a minhag. Tisha B'Av is in Isidra to eat. And Shiva Subatamus and Swarpatevis and some Gedalion. These are Isurim. This is only a minhag. You know why? On Tisha B'Av, something bad happened. And on Swarpatevis, something bad happened. And on the Shiva Sabatamu, something bad happened. Some Gedalia, something bad happened. Nothing bad happened here, so they went out from an Isid Rabbanan to a Minig Yisrael. You're not allowed to break a Minig Yisrael. If you break a Minig Yisrael that all Jews keep, we're not talking about a local Sfadi or Ashkenaz Minig, a Minig Yisrael. You are, uh, it's very bad, because eventually you'll break another Minig, another Minig, another Minig, another Minig, then you're going to break mitzvahs and Isurim, and that, that will land you in Gehenna, because Minhag and Gehenna are the same letters. Okay, let's talk about one question for tomorrow. Let's say tomorrow is called Tanis Esther, but Tanis Esther is always day before Purim, and Purim is Sunday, so you can't do it Shabbos, and you can't do it Friday, so you have to do it Thursday. It's called Tanis Esther Mukdam, early three days. Let's say tomorrow, which is not the right day, even on Tanis Esther regular, it's only a minhag. Let, um, but let's say tomorrow there will be a bris or a pidyon aben. So then the people at the bris and the pidyon aben can eat after the bris, after the pidyon aben, and some say after chatzos they can eat because they fasted until middle of the day. So one minute after chatzos is called rubu kakula, 
And besides, I say, Dochelosa say, I say for a bris is more important than a minig. And this is not even a losa say, it's a minig. So they can eat. But, and they don't have to make it up. But a chola, a sick person, tomorrow, the, he has to make it up. Let's say the next day, Friday. It's interesting. Only, and this you never fast on Friday except a sort of a day base that comes out once every 15 years. It happened this year, three months ago. But the only time, that's when you can do it on Friday, even on a Friday. The only time you can eat on a Friday, not a sort of a day base, if tomorrow, um, uh, okay, if tomorrow um, is uh, a bris or a tanis, and. Um, you uh, you are a chola, a sick person, not sakonis tafoshes. That's your potter altogether. You have you're very very sick. You have a lot of pain. Then you don't fast on Thursday, but you have to make it up on Friday because you didn't fast at all. But a bris, they fasted until twelve one oh one, one minute after chatzos. They already fasted half a day, and they can eat. Only the people at the bris, not the people in the part and the people who came to the bris. They eat at night. So um, the um, at a bris or a pet, you're not then, they fasted till 12. Even they fasted one minute till 9 o'clock in the morning. It's a say doch say. Certainly a say doch a minute. And um, in the midst of the rice, is doch a minute. So they don't have to fast at all on Friday. But a chole, who is not a sakonis of is not a person with a heart problem, but a chole, a plain person with a very big headache, he has to fast on Friday. That takes care of Tanis Esther. And also, this week's Pasha is Tzav. So the Chachamim tell us Tzav is 96. It has 96 Pesukim. Why do you have to know that? It happens to be Tzav is 96, and it has 96 Pesukim. If anybody knows why we were told this information, for a very, 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 very important reason, otherwise the Balaturim wouldn't, and the others would not have told us this. Why do we have to know Tzav, 96, has 96 Pesukim? Yeah, so, my Nafkamina, what, 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 what's the difference? What is the difference in my life? Very, 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 very important reason why you have to know Tzav has 96 Pesukim. And then we're going to get to the funny stories of Purim. Okay, we're going to open the line right now. The number is 718-683-5858. And who do we have on the line? Chani, you're on the air. Go ahead, Chani. Hello? Go ahead, Chani. You're number one. Uh, I don't know the answer to the question, but could you give me a different one? Oh, not, okay. What, what was the question I asked you? The 96 thing. Oh, well, why we don't have... Oh, okay. Tell me, uh, who was the main characters in the Purim story? Um, Esther. Yeah, keep going. Haman. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Achashverosh. Yeah. Mordechai. Oh, yeah, that's very good. Now I'm going to ask you a hard question, all right? How much is Arur Haman and how much is Baruch Mordechai? It's the same amount of numbers. Okay, that wasn't a question. <laughs> I'll right, ask you one question. What was the name of the city that they had this whole party in? Shusha? Does you know the name of the city today, what they call it? Mm, no. Oh, it's in Iran. Every Iranian man, person, listen to me, right this second, knows the answer. You have any friends from, who are Persians or from Iran? No. You better call up to your friend and ask them, what's the name of the city? Right today, there's Jews living in, it doesn't, they don't call it uh, Shushan anymore. But uh, every Sephardi knows what it's 
called. Also, I'll ask you one question. How long was the party of Achashverosh? Um, seven years? Oh. No, not seven years. Seven no, years? Was... How many? Hello. All right, next. Go ahead. No more. All right, let me tell you, Rabbi Yisai. Uh There is something. Um, you want to hear a nice, interesting um, poem about Haman and about the party of Achishverev. I will tell it to you in a very nice way. It's called Haman's Hippie Haggadah, the 13th of Adar Revolutionary Movement, an expose why 13 is an unlucky number for some people. Listen, my children, and you shall hear a saga of intrigue of yesteryear. About 2,460 years ago, there lived a commoner king, quite a Russia. He was a ruler of the great part of the world. 127 countries sent him their whiskey and their girls. In the third year of his rule, he was tired of sitting around, so he threw a big party for the subjects of the crown. They came from his city, Shushan, Hamadan, and from lands far and near for this big Persian party that will last half a year. The gold and silver of the dishes and vessels he used were stolen from the base of Migdash, the temple of the Jews. His name was, some say, was Koresh, the king. He reigned over Poras and Mordai with the power of his ring. So after a spell, when he was quite drunk, he had an idea that would give the party some spunk. He called together his eunuchs, and he said, Bring me a queen, but with none of her tunics. They found the wicked Vashti, the blue-blooded queen, in her bed. The king wants to see you with the crown on your head. So the eunuchs, she said to the eunuchs, We girls are doing our thing, and besides, I have a rash everywhere, except under my ring. So they told Achishverus, the old boozer, that Vashti said no. He flew into a rage and yelled, She'll ruin my show. So he sent some more schleppers as messengers of the king, but she said, No, 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 I will not go to this thing. So he had her beheaded, this beautiful woman. He decapitated the queen. Now, isn't that a shame? Then he said loudly, Let's get another queen with respect. I'll just interview them all, no chance of mistake or neglect. So he looked and he searched. The girls were not eager to go. They sang and they danced for this king's late, late show. Now, the one that he did pick was noble and sublime, like the fragrance of Hadassim, the tzedekahs of her time. When she was forced to leave her husband, Mordechai, and answer the king's command, this Esther of old was really in Akkadish Baruch Hu's hand. He chose her from amongst many thousands of girls. This one had something special, lovelier than pearls. So Esther became queen. This was her divinely decreed fate. But her Mordechai, her cousin, already worked for the state. Now, one of the gurus working for this spendthrift tycoon was a chap named Haman, who was whistling a Molech's old tune. Now he had an idea that brewed in his head. When he saw Mordechai, his old boss, he wanted him dead. Since Mordechai used Haman for years as a barber, Haman wanted to cut lower. Now he thought he was smarter. The Sadiq did not bow nor reel to him like the rest, kneel to him like the rest. 
when this Russia of old carried an icon on his chest of Avodah He gave the king $10,000 for the job, get rid of the Jews and the silver will rob. The king said, that's fine, I'll sign it, decree with my ring. You handle the job, I don't want to know from a thing. So they drew up many lots trying to pinpoint the day when the genocide will start. Now, will that, that will not be gay? The right time, he said, will be in the hands of a star. But it came out yesterday, the 13th of Adar. Now, Mordechai and Esther were not on any medicine, but they knew exactly the date when this would come to pass. So they decided on a plan to foul this all up. Two Jewish heads are better than one Gaisha cup. She said, we shall fast for three days in a row. No matzahs this year, since I'm running the show. So on the first day of Pesach, she went to the king unannounced to invite her to her chambers and on order on Haman to trounce. What is it, what is it my queen? He was heard to explain, exclaim. Up to half of my empire is yours to be claimed. Could your majesty and Haman come for cocktails tonight? And then I will tell you of my most serious plight. That evening she said to both, I have a request. Come to my party tomorrow night as my two very private guests. So that night, Haman was happy to the queen's respect. He never dreamed the next day he would swing by his neck. Now the king had a nightmare, so he woke up and said, Bring me my diary. I will read it in bed. He saw it was written how Mordecai once saved his life. We have to reward this Jew with a parade and with fife. He had a premonition and yelled, Who is out there? It was Haman with his plan to hang Mordecai in the air. Then the king Achishver said to Asaph of old, What shall be done to a man who is both courageous and bold? Why cloak him and crown him? Give him great honor, of course. Show the people of Shushan that he's riding your horse. Go do this right now to my friend Mordecai HaYehudi. Don't leave out a thing. It's your appointed duty. When the parade had ended, his wife, Zeresh, said, Woe to us if Mordecai is at the head. You used to be the number two man in town. These Jews are getting lucky, so you're on your way down. So they came to Esther's party, all ready for the feed. But the king first asked her, What is it that you need? She said, Oh, dear king, my people and I are to be slaughtered and murdered, all due to a lie. Who is this evil person, so lowly a scum? It's him, O king, Prince Haman the Bum. Appeared Elianovi as Minister Chavona disguised and explained to the king what he was heavenly advised. String them up on the gallows. They're ready to swing. Fifty amas high through his own special ring. Esther got his money and Mordechai his ring. And Haman was done in for this very evil thing. Then they wrote a letter. Wrote, so they wrote all these tales in a letter to the Jews. By 11 months be ready. We are waiting for good news. So in the 12th year of his reign, they sacked it to him just fine. A fight we'll always remember forever and all time. They noosed Haman's ten hippies on a trip to a star. The victims of the revolution of the 13th of Adar. The next year, Achishwaros was also killed in a war. So you see, 13 is unlucky, as we mentioned before. So we drink a Lachaim, 
be joyous, but then, remember in every generation, we're really in the hands of Hashem. Afraid Lechapurim. How did you like that? If you like that, you can call me, and then we'll ask you some questions on Purim. We have any callers on the line, Iran? Rivka, you're on the air. Yes, hi. I wanted hi. a very nice poem, by the way. Wasn't that cute? Yeah. Uh, who did that, by the way? Uh, I did that about 15 years ago. <laughs> you did it? Wow, it was it. very beautiful. And, and you know the name of the city. I'm calling to say the name of the city in Iran. I know you know it because you're a Sephardi. I'm, I'm from Iran, so the yeah. name is Hamedan. But I want right. to prize for it. Right. I want to prize for it. I was there personally in the cave of um, Esther Mordechai. Real in Hamadan. Yes, I was there. My grandmother that comes is, from that city. Uh, is that in Hamadan? Yeah, it's in, in Hamadan. And uh, you know, how did does anybody? Do the Persians call it Shushan or Susa? Is that ever mentioned? No, there is another city that they call it Shush. Oh. There is, but uh, the Kever is in Hamadan itself. How far is Shush from Hamadan? Mm, I really don't know. Well, very far or very close? Uh, shouldn't be far. You maybe I the Akashvarez had a well. capital, and maybe he had the capital in Shushan, and maybe the main city was Hamadan. Is Hamadan a big place or a little place? It's a big city. All right. Very good. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, let me ask you. Was Haman, was Mordechai death? Uh, no, no, no. Was Akashvera's death? <laughs> you want to do the riddle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know okay, it? Fine. That's an easy one. I have an, it says, Bimei um, Akashvera's who? Akashvera's. Right. You well. get a CD. <laughs> okay, I get a CD. Okay, thank you so much. Have a happy birthday. Right. I want Risco, to thank ask you, you please tell people. Uh, especially young uh, young boys, they should not drink. And they oh, should yeah. Rivka, I'm glad you mentioned them, that. Please. You know what, Rivka, I mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned. Everybody listening to me, all boys and even a little older, but mostly teenagers, Shiva Bakram, do you know that's a tremendous chilul Hashem to get drunk? You'll say, well, it's the halacha. No, My friend, no. there's no such halacha. It says, chayiv adam lebesuma. Bepurio didn't say lishakir, didn't say lishtot. It says lebesum to be feel good like besamim, be in a very good mood. That means you drink a little one, two. That's it. And if you do have tzitzit and, uh, and, and hanging out, and you have a hat and a yarmulke and payas, and you're shikker, it's called chilul Hashem. No, I never met a man in my life, and I'm. Um, you know, I'm not a youngster. I never met a Tamil who got drunk. Never. Some of them act like they're drunk. You know, they make believe, but they can speak 100%, and they know how to add up Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai. If you can't do that, you're too drunk. You better stay away. The Ramah says, the Ramah is the Pasek for uh, Ashkenazim, says, Yoser Melemudo. Every day you drink nothing? Good. Drink one glass, that's it. And by the way, whiskey is not the mitzvah. Only wine, because the pseudo of, of, of Esther was wine only, not whiskey. That's not the yomtiv for whiskey. If you, you I drink, uh, I don't drink, so one glass of wine, that's enough for me. Maybe during the pseudo, one more, that's it. I never saw a decent Talmud Chacham drunk, never in my life. So if you do it, you don't understand the halacha. There's some people right now, today, they can't figure out Aurur Homan. And they're not drunk. They can't even figure it out. They didn't know the gematria of Aurur Homan. They can't and even also, work it out today. Because they don't I know how to do to numbers. Say, 
Yeah. Anyhow, Rivka, thank you so much. One second, one second, something very important. No yeah. jumping in and out of limos and honking late at night. The goyim are sleeping. They're old people. Jews are sleeping. Children She's are sleeping. She's 100% right. It's when a you very big torn? They think the whole year we are doing good, and all of a sudden we go crazy. They 100% right, Rivka. I'm glad you said it. Guys, young guys, you're welcome. I don't care how big Tommy Chacham you are. Remember, you in your life never saw a Tommy Chacham get drunk. Oh, he may act like it at the suit a little bit, but he's not really drunk. To go out and get in an accident or fall down in the street, Chilul Hashem Noah. Because that's what a tzaddik looks like once a year. Like the guy who have a Mardi Gras one year, the day year to get drunk, or New Year's Eve. That's what you want to, to equate to. Is that how he lives? One day a year, he becomes a Vilda Chaya. Rivka, thank you so much. Hadassah, you're on the air. Yeah, Hadassah, go ahead. Ha, um, me? Yeah, you're, you're on, Hadassah. Hadassah uh, Esther. Oh, Hadassah um, Esther. That's your name? Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, you know, Hamalka had two names. Her name was Hadassah and Esther. Very good. Because I was born on Shushan Purim, so my mother Ooh. named me Hadassah Esther. Okay, so now you want a question? Yeah, I want a question. Was Akashverus a man or a woman? Mm, ah, man. As far as I know. With the, well, the, you know, there's some people say, like, he be me Akashverus. He, Akashverus. Well, if, you know if, if you Hasidus, you say he. And right. You say now, he. he happens to be a woman, and who is a boy? I don't know how they get away with that, because that's kind of a big mistake. Hmm? Anyhow, I'll ask you another question. Um, why don't we say Hallel on Purim? Well, there's a few reasons. Um, one, that we only say how on something happened in Eretz Yisrael. Right. Shrine was in Eretz Yisrael, but that was before. Very good. Before they went to Eretz Yisrael. And, and uh, you know what we do instead of Hallel on Purim? We say the Megillah. Right. That talks about how we were saved. And we thank Hashem for that. Since you're so smart, I'm going to ask you another question. What Yantiv, before the Yantiv, you eat and then you fast? And what Yantiv do you first fast and then you eat? Pesach. You have Tanis Lacharim and then no. Oh, you no, Yom Kippur first. You, you Yom Kippur first. You oh, you first very eat, good. Then you fast. Yom Kippur, you have, must eat the day before. That's called feast and then fast. And Tanis Esther first, you fast and then you feast. You're so smart, you get a CD. How's that? Great. <laughs> Hadassah, thanks for calling. Okay. Who's next? Hello, David. You're on the air. Hello. Hello, David. Could you ask me a question? Sure. I'm going to ask you a question. Um, what came first in Jewish history, Hanukkah or Purim? Purim. Right. When did that come? When what did it happen? Before the what? second base of Mikdash. Before the second base of Mikdash, right? When? Right. When did it come? Before the second base of Mikdash. And when did Hanukkah come? But in the middle of the second... Oh, are you smart, boy? I'm going to give you a CD. How's that? Good. Thank you, David, for calling. Bye. Bye. Uh, Rachel. Rachel, you're on the air. Rachel, go ahead. You're on the air. Ziggy. Ziggy, go ahead, Ziggy. You're on Go ahead, Ziggy. Ziggy, go ahead. I don't see. Yossi? Yossi, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Yossi, is that your name? Yes. 
Okay, Yossi, what would you like to say? Um, I can have a question? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, here. Could you name another Yontav that is not the Raisa besides Purim? Hanukkah. Right. Is there any other days in the year that are mid the Rabbon or not mid the Raisa? Important days. Tishimah. Right. Any more? Uh, Right. Keep going. Uh, Black boy there. Right. Keep going. You're good. Yom Tovim only? Oh, no. You could have other days, not Yom Tovim. Uh, also. All the Tanatim. Uh, Tanatim. Uh, all the Tanatim, right. Keep going. Besides the um, yeah. All the Tanatim. You said Chanukah, Purim, Tishabab, Tu Bishvat, you say Lagba Omer? Yes. Uh, Lagba Omer. What about Rosh Chodesh? Well, Rosh Chodesh is a deriser. True, but it's a minor yontim. Uh, what? Oh, Pasha, well, it's not a, it's just a, it's not a whole day. It's not like a fast day or like Bomer where you have a party. No, that's just, you read a special thing. That's not a special day. But the little Yom Tovim are called uh, Rosh Chodesh. It's the Dereisa, Lag Bomer, Shivas Batamuz, Tishabob, Tuba'av, Tzom Gedalia, Svar Bateves, Tubishvab, Tanis Esther. You're such a smart guy. You want a CD? Yes. Okay, you get one. All right. Now let's go to the next caller. Siggy. Siggy, go ahead. Okay, uh, asking you a question. What is your name, Siggy? Siggy. How do you how do you spell that? S a i g y. S a y g y. Siggy. Oh, what, is, what kind of name is that? Siggy. F a i. Oh, Faggy, a girl. Oh, Faggy. Okay, Faggy. You want a question, Faggy? Right? Yeah. I'll ask you a question. When do you eat and then you fast, and when do you fast and then you eat? Um, okay, First you fast and then you feast, and the other one is you feast and then you fast. Okay, and Kippur, first we eat and then we fast. Oh, very good. And the other one? And per, on Tanis Esther, first we fast and then and I we eat. Okay, now someone answered that before, so I can't give you a CD. i got to oh. ask you another question. Um, how many times do you have to read the Megillah? Two or three times? Twice. Twice. And um, wh- how many times is Haman mentioned in the Megillah? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, how many? Well, let me tell you. Fifty-four. Haman is mentioned 54 times, and he was punished by Hashem, right? Yeah. So 54 is Dalid Nun. Done. God judged him. And the letters of the ten sons... Letter, how, there are 54 letters in the 10 sons. They also, God judged them. They were hung. And there are 54 letters in Al-Hanisim. That means God judged us that we should win and they should lose. Now, I'm gonna, if you answer the next question, you get a CD. How many Jews were killed? How many guys were killed by the Jews in two days? It says it in McGill. 16,000? Uh, no, you've got to give me the number. 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100,000, maybe 500 people, maybe 2,000, 50,000. You have to know. It says right in the Megillah. It's broken down into three numbers, and you add it up, you get a 
a very big high number. Well, look it up and call me back. If you know it, okay. you get a CD. Fine. All right, number. Yes, who's next? Harun. Ah, Harun, you're on there. Hi, I can I answer the question how much I'm awake when I killed? Yeah. 75,000? Keep going. A little more. What? There's more than 75,000. More, more. And can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Why, if Hanukkah was before Purim, then why do we, why do you say, why do, if Purim was before Hanukkah, why do we say, how about Hanukkah, not by Purim? Oh, very good. I'll tell you why. You don't say Hallel on, uh, you don't, you, you don't have to say it on Purim, because the Halakha says we have a whole book. It's called Megillus Esther, talking about how we thank Hashem that He saved us. Why do you have to say Halil? It has six little paragraphs. This has, I don't know, what else? Uh, ten, eight, ten, five, I don't know, seven chapters, and it takes 45 minutes. Halil takes 20, 10 minutes. That instead of Halil, we have Megillus. That's. You don't have to say how the whole book is thanking Hashem that He saved us. We have a whole yontif because it is Megillah, and we have said we have four mitzvahs: Shlachmonis, Matonis Levionim, Sudas Purim, Megillah. So that's the answer. And All right. Ask right what else? Yeah, I should ask you a question. All right, tell me, um, how many times is Hashem's name mentioned in the Megillah? None. Oh, you know why? Um, because it happened from us. <laughs> no, it's a very good, good answer, but it's not an answer. Where else is Hashem's name not mentioned in one of the books of the Torah? Because it was a hidden miracle? It was a hidden miracle. Uh, no, uh, that's not the reason. Well, maybe that's partial reason. Uh, where else, what other safer is Hashem's name not mentioned? Um. If we read it, it's a Megillah. Right. You get a CD because you're a smart guy. Okay, Aaron. Uh, your name Aaron? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you how many Jews, how many Goyim the Jews killed. 75,811. 11 is Haman and his 10 sons. That's 811. 75,811 in two days. And not one single Jew got hurt. Now, that's, not a, that, that's sort of a, not a hidden miracle. That's like an open miracle. So the answer is Hashem's name is not mentioned in the, in the, and not because of that reason. I'll tell you why. The Goyim hated Haman too. He was a very bad fellow. He was a dictator. The, all the Goyim hated him. When he got killed, they were so happy, and Mordechai had to send a letter, Megillus, uh, this thing called Megillus Esther, to all the countries, all the 127 lands. So the Goyim would say, look, our God killed him. So therefore he left out Hashem's name because the guy will say, look, we hated the guy too. And look, our God took care of him. So that's why he didn't put in uh, um, Hashem's name. In Shira Shirim, the reason Shlomo left it out was he says that the marshal is a man and a woman. They love each other. But really it's the soul, the neshama, and Hashem. But the fools, the shaitim of the world, will think it's a love story between a man and a woman. So Hashem, Shlomo didn't want him a vaza shir shirim. He left Hashem's name out. But he called Hashem with a code word. Shalom. Melech shalom shalom. Shlomo shalom. You understand? That's really Hashem's name. All right. You get a CD. Let's go. Number nine. Who's next? Anonymous. Hello, Anonymous. Hello, Anonymous. Hello? Hello, Anonymous. What would you like to say? Hello? 
Hello, you called me, didn't you? Yes, hi. Yeah, hello. So what would you like, would you like to say? Yeah, I just want to know if I could, when I could come to pick up the... You have to ask that. Well, don't hang up. I'll disconnect with you, but you hang, don't hang up. The engineer will tell you when and where and how. Next caller, please. Honey, you're on the air. Go ahead, honey. Honey, go ahead. Honey. Let's go, honey. Okay. Iran, let's go. Next. No more. Every, anybody out there who's listening to me at this hour, could you tell me who killed his wife because of his friend and who killed his friend because of his wife? Does anybody know in the Tanakh who killed his wife because of his friend and who killed his, the same man killed his friend because of his wife? Does anybody know that? And can you tell me, uh, 127 lands, how many of them were islands and how many were regular lands on the dry land? Because it says, uh, the Chazal tell us, of 127 lands, certain amount of them were islands. Could you tell me which one was an island and which one? It says in the Midrashim you know, about uh, this. It's very easy to figure out. Okay. So now, if there's no callers, I want to read you a very funny thing. It's uh, you'll enjoy it. I think you'll have big. Uh, you may be better than the Haman's hippie Haggadah. Well, are you ready for the the um, what's it called here? It's called the. Uh, ooh, let me see where we got this thing here. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, we gotta find this. Yeah, what a funny thing that is. That's called my bar mikvah speech. A boy who doesn't know much, you know, he gets bar mitzvah, mitzvah, he calls it a bar mitzvah speech. He never learned much Torah, and he really doesn't know what the words mean in Yiddish, and he mixes it all up. You want to hear the funny bar mikvah speech? You better sit down, because this is pretty funny. Tief Tyra Eltrin on der ganze Faschimmelte Machaschefer. Heint ich wich in war geworden ein bei Mikfeyingel. Today I am 13 years old and it's my importunity to become an alter yid. I think, I thank my Tief Tyra Eltrin that they had Schlachmanis, uh, I mean Rachmanis, and sent me to the local bar Mikveh school so I could learn what I got to do. I had a Rebbe, his name was Lo Klum, and my other Rebbe, Rebbe Barreik, asked me to promise to put on my Tachrichim every day, and that I should kiss my scissors. Also, I'm going to wear my telescope, excuse me, I mean my Tehillim, every single day, seven days a week. I'm going to go to Shul to hear the Chazar Daven, and I'm going to read my Kratzmach and Shemona Esrik. My teachers and parents, Lo Aleinu, also teach me about the Homentashim, uh, I mean the Yomim Tovim, the Jewish holidays. They taught me about the holiday called Russian Schooner and Yankee Clipper. When everybody gets sick from fasting, I sit in shul all day long and daven from my mamzer. That's when we all bet on baseball games. That's why they're called the Days of Penance. And we only attend Orthodox synagogues, which has a high chalitza. Uh, I mean, a high mitzitza. On the first day of Rosh Hashanah, all the boys and girls go down to the river for tachlis. Then comes Sikkis, 
and they all go to the sookie and get sicker from the liquor. That's why my grandfather comes home with this, from school with a lulu and a hash rake to shake. Then there's the a holiday of Passover. We all go to my grandfather's house, and we all eat our zayda. Grandfather sits there with a strudel on his head and wears a long kvittel. That's when I recite the four kachkas. That's the story that begins with Manishevitz. After the four kachkas, it's my turn to hide the apicoras. Then we eat the makos with the murder sauce, which we deep in, dip into horror sauce. Excuse me, I mean charoses. They all taught me about chaniki. That's when we light the chaniki liquor, which you put in a large mitzora. In school, we play games with the Yankee Doodle. I mean, the Hanukkah Droodle. Then we also play cards a lot, like my father does all year long. Then there's that great and famous holiday called Bar Room. When we read the Bar Room Magaifa, when everybody gets drunk, blasted in stone, and we all go to my grandfather's house again and eat our flamentation. My rabbis, Rahman Litzlan, also taught me about the Jewish history, which is in, contained in them books, like the Chumas, and the Misa Mishuna and the 63 volumes of Gamliel. It all started with our forefather, Avram Ofini, and Yitzchak Ofini, and Yaakov Ofini. They also taught me about the great leader, Mo Osur Labrenu. They also taught me about the famous troublemaker, You're an Abomin About, and about the Jewish fighters and heroes, yeah, like Yehuda Macaroni, Menachem X, and King David Crockett. You know, Friday is the Mohammedan Sabbath. That's why it's called Arab Sabbath. I learned that then every time before I eat, I should make a broch. And I shouldn't eat meat unless it's killed by a shagetz and while the Mashiach is watching. Ich will danken mein Rebbe's was hoping to teach those Yiddish Shabbat a good Suzogin. And I want to thank my parents for the wonderful bar mikveh they made for me, how they worked on Shabbos and Yantiv to bring me up to be a good, decent Jew. I hope they will have a lot of manuchas for me, and in later years when they pass away, I will sit shivering for them. I promise to say Kiddush over them and to visit their mitzvahs every year. Oh, yes. In closing, I would like to say that one should always honor one's parents. My mother, Olav HaSholem, was a real Asia's Ish. She came from the very fine Yichud. It's funny, no one spoke about that. She always would always wear a kichel or a shtetl on her head. Everybody knew her as a real and fine Isha Kedeshom. And her behemisha cooking was unbelievable. For Shabbos, she baked the best chalichkes in the neighborhood. Before lighting the Shabbos Knedlach, she put money in the kishke. She was head machashef of the burial society that was called the Chevrishas. She ordered that all bereaved should be treated as a mate's mitzvah and use only mayim shalanu for the tahara and the seven close relatives, you know what they're called, the shiva nakim, to be treated with respect. She ordered that if one was too poor for a proper tahara, the three gedole here, you know, the shalosh seudos, should pay for it from the money of the paraduma fund. She also commanded that the close relatives, you know, the sheva arayos, carry the body to the Beit HaKetores. Also, not to embarrass the poor people, all the coffins, Aroni HaKodesh, had to be covered with a plain and simple kapores. My father's Echidesiyat Mitzrayim was a great and old, prominent Tanis Chalom. He was a Shechita in the old country, and he also came from the very finest Yichud, and no one even knew about that. That's funny. He was an honor to look at. He had a long, white Azaz upon him. Every Friday night, he would hold the Bechor of wine and say the Kiddush, the Kaddish, so sweetly. For every situation, he had a Jewish saying, either from the Torah or Nevi'im or the Keruvim. In Shul, they always gave him either 
Shlishi or Nifter. And we never spoke in Shul except during Chazoras Hashatz. On Yom Kippur, you should have seen him fall Korech. And on Simchas Torah, we danced all the seven Hashkochas. He was famous for his Sefer, Savaras Hakeres. And then his second Sefer, Divrei Bilbul Imre Tipshus. He was president of a congregation called Rod Fekesef Anshe Mirmo of Kelam. He used to give a weekly pilpushir in Sifrei Stira the Kozov. He was well known as the Bluff Hayadua of the Shir Hashavua. He used to tell me and my two brothers, you know, Yankel and Shmiel, that we should always thank Hashem that we are not following the way of immorality and perversion. In fact, there's a day to brook, we say about this every day. In Bechad HaShachar, it's called, the one that goes, Shloh Asani Gay. Hashem will punish them one day. It says, Heshev Gmul Al Gayim. You know, it says that in the... In the Gemara, he was partner of the well-known old-age home, Ganevish Shtick Nursing Home, in Bedminster, Massachusetts. He was loved by his friends and his customers, and also he did not understand Yiddish. They nicknamed him Ganev the Kapsen. When he got old, he lived out his life at the Irhani Dachas Geriatric Rehabilitation Center. His two brothers, so rare and more rare, got trouble with the Jewish. Got in trouble with the for selling look-alike plastic esrogim mehudorim and microchips in the tefillin shavrosh that answered every cottage with a very loud These two uncles of mine had a very fancy funeral at the Makar Hatuma Funeral Home. May they both rest in pieces in Gehenna, New Jersey. I also would like to thank my brother, my other, my, my other two brothers, Pesach and Pesach Shani, for helping me with this bar mikveh speech. I forgot to mention my brother, the uncle Klutz, in yeshiva, he grew long, curly payros, and he learned with such haskola. He learned Baba Kama, Baba Matziah, and Baba Mises. He knew everything in Chedjbom. He just loved the Mashiach's Musa snooze. My sister had a wonderful chasna. She walked down the aisle while the chasna sang, Baruch Hashem. And let me tell you, the chala was beautiful when she stood under the chutzpah with her cousin. Her Schwer and Schwister were simply crazy about her. You should know we are very strict ourselves. We'll tra- we're terribly fussy about our meat. It has to have the best hashkofa. And we only use chelev Yisrael. And at our Purim Suda, we always serve stuffed gotchkas. And for sukkahs, we pick the finest hadassim and averos. I really schlepped nachos on my family, and I'm sure they're all going to grow up to be Roche Savivos, busy with Kaver Rechokim. And then Yitzhahara, I'll have to have, I will have the other Siata Deshlema from all our children. In closing, let me wish you every success in our own Mamelosh Lokshin, Hatsolo Rabba. I mean, Aleichem Hasholom. Thank you so much for listening to my Bar Mikveh speech. Okay, do we have any callers on the line? Brandy, you're on the air, Brandy. Hello? Hello, Brandy. I have an answer. Oh, go ahead. Achishverish killed his wife, his wife Vashti, because of his friend Haman, and he killed his friend Haman because of his wife Esther. So smart, Brandy. You get a CD. Whoa, are you a clever girl? Who told you that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, you're smart. You don't have to tell me the answer. All right, next caller. Don't hang up. You'll get a CD. Who's the next one? Honey. Honey, go ahead, honey. Baby. Uh, Hello? This honey? Go ahead, honey. Honey. What did it say, honey? Honey. Honey, oh, very good. Hello, honey. Honey. Um, I, 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 he said, sounded like an H. Ches nun yud. Go ahead, honey. Um, can you please ask me a question? Oh, sure. Let me ask you a question. Uh, why do we sing Shoshana's Yaakov on Purim? 
That's uh, what's have to do with porn. I don't know. Uh, well, I ask you another question then. Um, um, why do we fast Tanis Esther before Purim when she really told the Jews to fast before Pesach, like uh, 11 months before? And it's not even the right month. Purim is in Ador and Pesach is in Nisan. So they really fasted 11 months before the Purim story happy. Era Pesach and the first day of Pesach and the second day of Pesach. Why do we fast in Ador when Esther told the people to fast in Nisan? Maybe well, Esther and Marchai fasted before on Nidgam or other. But we fasted now for that. We, But she said to Mordechai, tell the people to fast three days, and that was the era of Pesach. Pesach the the Yidim fasted before they went out to war. True, but uh, you don't, it's not written in the Megillah, but it is written in Megillah that they should fast three days, era of Pesach. Pesach. So why don't we, how come we can't do that? we can't fast on Pesach. 100% right. How could they do it then? Because... I'll tell you why. Because she was in the Via. She saw that if they don't do tshuva right now, for the next 72 hours, they couldn't even eat at night. 72 hours. If they don't do tshuva now, there won't be a next year. There won't be a Pesach. There won't be a Purim because it will be wiped out by Haman. So a Navi can bevatel a mitzvah asay de oraisa, because the Torah says, the heir of tochlu matzos, your mitzvah de oraisa, you must eat matzos. Uh, she can bevatel, for a, one time, not permanently, a horah shor, a permanent, uh, a temporary exception, don't eat matzos this year, that means fasting three days, heir of Pesach, first night Pesach, second night Pesach, because Haman was hung on the second night, and then the Tanis was over. But she has a right, a Navi has a right to do this. Because she knew when she had Ruch HaKodesh. She knew what Hashem wanted. Only once in the history of the world, you, she was Mavatal Mitzvah Deraisa. Do you know any other Navi that was Mavatal anything in the Torah? A Navi that was Mavatal anything in the Torah. He even worse than a Mitzvah, say. He, he, he neglected a Mitzvah Losa, say. Uh, he made people bring Karvanas in the wrong place. Not in, not in the, where the Karvan, not in the main place. He, well, it's Elioah Novi, Ivan Har Carmel. He brought the 850 Nevi'eh Sheker, and he met, bring a, brought a carbon there when there was a Mishkan Shiloh for 369 years. And he said, no, let's go to Carmel, which is what we call today Haifa, a mountain there called Har Carmel. And he brought carbonus there. And he could do that. You can even bevatel a negative, because the Isser, to bring a carbon outside of the Shiloh. So he did it because for saving Klaus Yisrael, and it's called the Horoah Shoko. So he was in love, too. He could do it one time in history. Okay, I'll ask you an easy question. Um, when is, um, why come we don't fast this year before Purim, right before Purim? Because it's, uh, it's on Friday. No, oh, it's on Shabbos. Purim is Sunday. What? Purim is Sunday. Because you can't fast on Shabbos. Very good. You're a smart girl. Okay, you want to see me? Yeah, I mean, my sister wants to ask something. Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead. Um, I want to say another reason why we don't say hello for Purim. Go ahead. Um, it's that we say hello because we were freed from Gauls. We were no more Avadim, but after Purim, we were still in Gauls. It wasn't the end of the Gauls. There was still a few years until we went you up are there You are 100% right. You are a smart girl. You get also, a CD, okay? Hmm? You get a CD? You want one? Yeah. All right, all right. 
So listen, uh, listen. So uh, you just hang on for five minutes. That mm-hmm. the guy was going to dab Mincha, but and he'll come back and tell you how to get the CD. All right, let's go to the next caller. Okay. Thank you. Next caller. Hello, next caller. You are All right. What is your name? Shlomo. Shlomo, go ahead. What would you like to say, Shlomo? Um, can you ask me a question? Sure. Um, can a woman be counted for a minion? For what, Miguel? Yeah. No. Well, this is the shock I'm going to tell you. Some say she may be counted in the minion for greeting the Megillah if you only have nine men and one woman because Parsume Nisa to publicize the nace is so important. Who says that? Mishnah Brurim, Tough Reish Sadi, 690, Sif Cotton, Samach Gimel. She says, Some say. Yesh Omrim, that a woman can be counted for that minion. Uh, and also, as the woman here in, on, on Purim was the main person, without uh, Esther, and Hamid uh, wouldn't be dead. We be dead, because she saved all Jews. And it's called Megillus but, Esther, it's not called Megillus Mordechai. So she's the most were, important. She's the most important person, Shlomo. That's but why. They, but the ladies have a different chiv, because they make a different bracha on the Megillah. No, they can make. I uh, know if you read if you read it for one woman, she's right. She says lishmoa. But let's say there's in a shul nine men, and the guy wants to read the Megillah, and she can be counted to the Megillah to the minion of ten, and the guy can make lacro lacros on Megillah. And we're talking about the chazan who doesn't have nine, nine, ten people. Mishabur says that some say some big poskim say yes. For Purim, you can count a woman as the tenth person. Not only that, not only nine and one. It could be six men and four women, as long as the majority is men. Six and four, seven and three, uh, eight and two, or nine and one. So because she was Moser Nefesh, like Mordechai told her, if you don't, because she was not called to the king for 30 days, and if you go, go to the Israel without being called, he could kill you on the spot. She took her chances to save Claudius Rome since she was Mosa Nefesh, so we call the Megillah in her name, and she can even be counted to the minion of uh, Kriyas and Megillah Barabim in the Shul. Um, some say, not everybody, but there's a Yesh Omrim. Very good. So I ask you, um, I'm gonna, should I ask you one more question? Yeah. All right. Um, hmm, who do you think was worse? Homan Rachishrezus. Haman was, because really, Haman was the one who convinced Tachashverosh to destroy the, to destroy the nation. But Tachashverosh the king, he could say no. Right, but he, he said yeah, because he thought he meant to destroy their religion, but he really, but um, Haman meant to destroy the, peop- the people themselves. Do you know that without Tachashverosh, there would be, uh, if he didn't give his ring and permission, there would be no destruction of Eden. So Tachashverosh, the Chazal says worse. Than Haman, because you see that he hung Haman, so he's very powerful. Haman's only the second man, the second, like vice president or whatever you call it, the second guy, not the first guy. The really that Achishver took off his ring and gave it to this guy means Achishver is worse than anybody because without him, there's no destruction of Eden, there's no killing of Eden. Because if he would say no, it's a no. Because you see, uh, at the party, the second party, second night of Pesach, Haman in one minute got hung up. So it's um, the Melchizedek. He calls. Uh, he's the boss. 
uh, really the Chazal say he's worse, because he has the power to say yes or no to Haman, and he said yes. Therefore, really, 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 the power behind Haman is only Achishver's. So, really, Achishver is worse, because he's Gorim to this terrible, they had a fast three days, they thought they are going to get killed. All right, can, uh, Shlomo? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Um, do you have a copy of that Bar Mikvah? Uh, yeah, you know how you get it? Let me tell you, everybody listening, you can get a copy of this thing. You go to TorahAnytime.com. Then you and hit Schwab. Hit Schwab. You'll see my picture. Then it says uh, documents. You'll see Haman's Hippie Agada, Bar Mikvah speech. And you, uh, another thing, there's be another thing over there, too, some kind of funny thing, some other thing. So um, you go, that's how you do it, TorahAnytime.com. Then you go to the speakers, you press Schwab. Then you go to their thing, they'll tell you documents, and you'll, you'll, you can print it right off. You should know it was very, very funny. I know, it was extremely funny. And when you read it on Purim, if you're half, after you have shikr, you're going to be laying on the floor, it's so funny. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, next call, next call. Who's the next caller? What's your name? Hello. Shlomo. Louder. Shlomo. Go ahead, Shlomo. Can I ask you a question? You're going to ask me a question or I should answer you a question? Should I, should I ask me a question? Oh, yeah. Tell me, was, was Achishverus a man or a woman? A man. So how come it says, that he be made Achishverus? He, Achishverus. You know what? It's not a fair question. A Hasidish Jew would call it he, Achishverus, and he means a woman. But we say who. Okay, another question. Was, was Achishverus death? Could no. he hear? Yes. How do you know? He was deaf. Because it says, By he be Achashverosh. Who? Achashverosh. Hamolech, Mimelech, Hoduat Kush. That's how you know he's deaf. He couldn't hear. Because you have to say who. All right, that's a Purim totem. Now, let me ask you something. Right before the Purim Suda, what should you say right before the Purim Suda starts? I don't know. Let me tell you. It says in Shulchan Aruch, Purim Suda is exactly 30 days. Purim is actually 30 days before Pesach. And before Pesach, you have to start learning the dinim 30 days before. So a minute before you start the Purim Suda, you have to say one halacha of Pesach. Any halacha of Pesach. Uh, like you're not allowed to have chameis, or you can't even eat a mixture of chameis, because it's exactly 30 days before Pesach, uh, and it says in Halacha, Shloshim Yom Kodim, 30 days before Pesach, you have to start talking about it. Now, you want one more question? Yeah. Tell me, who who are you going to send Shlachmanus to? My friend. Very good. What does the Shlachmanus have to have in it? Minimum. What does it have to have in it? Two stuff. Two things. What are the two things? Food. Uh, yeah, what kind of food? Okay, Shlomo, let me tell you and everybody listening, today there's a big business called Shlachmanis Packages. Rabbi Yisai, let me tell you what the din says. In that Shlachmanis, you have to have at least one thing baked, like a cake or a challah, and one thing cooked, like a piece of meat or fish or, 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 or a herring, but anything that's cooked and baked. So what we do is some people do put a challah and a little meat 
and a bottle of wine. You're done. You don't have to spend $200 for a shlachmanis. You want to be fancy? Okay, do it. But the minimum is something uh, baked and something cooked. So you put in a nice big roll with a package of sliced meat and a bottle of wine. You're 1,000% uh, yotze. It doesn't maybe look so fancy with the flowers and the wrapping, but that's what the shlachmanis has to have. And matonis levionim does not have to be food. Money. You give to evionim, matonos, two gifts to two poor people. $10 to, uh, let's say, two tens or two fives to one poor man and two tens or two fives to another man. Matonos evionim. Or maybe even one ten, one five, or $100 bills, whatever, how much you can afford, to one evion and to another evion. So you have to have, for shlachmanis, a cooked and a baked thing uh, to one, at least one person. Ish lebreehu, or you can send it to a hundred people, but at least one. And matonos levionim, you need two poor people, and give them some money. That's quite okay. All right, we are finished with the program. An easy fast tomorrow. Very easy. I hope you fast easy. And we hope Hashem makes a miracle again this year in, in Persia and takes care of the problem. Afraid of the